What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Derek Simmons Jr. And like we say, we just come here to talk about life, to inspire, to transform, to motivate, to educate, whatever we can uh, on these weekly segments that we that we do for you guys. Uh, so let's just jump right into the podcast. Um, so Derek, a uh, couple interesting topics uh, that we're going to talk about today. Uh, first one being instant versus delayed gratification. So when you think of instant versus delayed gratification, what do you get from it? And what do you have to talk to the people about when it comes to those particular things? Yeah, man. So the way I see it, um, sometimes I see it as a picture, you know, say people say, see the bigger picture. Well, sometimes I see it as a lot of us, we, we pay attention we pay too much attention to the small details, but we don't see the bigger picture. But then at the same time, some of us see the bigger picture, but then we don't even embrace the small details to it. So um, when you say instant versus delayed gratification, I feel like a lot of us, a lot of us um, want to pay attention to like the instant feeling, how it's going to make us feel in the moment, but we don't really acknowledge how it's going to make us feel afterwards. So it's like, I buy like, like you were saying to me earlier, like I buy like a pair of uh, a shoes, a hundred dollars shoes, or am I willing to pay a hundred dollars shoes in that moment and get that gratification? Or am I willing to save a thousand and delay? So it's, it's just a matter of, like you were saying again, like a no negotiating with yourself. Like, what am I, what am I willing to do? And what is this feeling that I want? Like, don't try to put instant feelings in something that wasn't meant to be instant in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like you weren't supposed to feel that way. Maybe in that way you were feeling that instant gratification, but then overall you, that delayed gratification, like it's going to make you feel so much more, 10 times more worse. Cause it's like, I should have saved this. So I think as people, we really got to really think about what am I willing to do? Like try to find that balance between like, when you think about certain things is like, am I willing to do this certain thing now and neglect how I am going to feel or, not feel a certain way now, but then start to grow into how, like, overall, how it's going to make me better, how it's going to really improve my life, if that makes sense. So, yeah, man. Man, that's good. So, uh, my take on the instant versus delayed gratification is, you know, when I made the example earlier about getting something now compared to get something later, I would say that based off of where you are, based off what you need, you know, is the instant gratification worth it for now? Or is it something that that you feel could be better later on? So in a sense of saying it, it's like, you know, it's something that you really, really want. And this this want like kind of a need? Is it kind of attached to a need as well? Or is it something that you want to be able to be seen, to be able to be heard, to be able to be, you know, whatever it is for for that case? Or can you actually can you actually look at this as I'm going to use this right now to create a better future? So in a sense, it's just like I have this this bit of money that I have now that's a uh, hundred extra dollars, but I can use this hundred extra dollars to buy any one of the things that I want right now. Or I can use this extra hundred dollars and say, hey, uh, I know the these stocks are here and they're pretty low. Let me buy as many as I can with this hundred dollars because they're the stocks are low right now, but eventually they're gonna rise 
and what I pay for them, they're going to be worth a lot more later on. But if I don't buy them now while they're cheap, I won't be able to have, you know, more money in the future. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, those stocks are going to rise. So eventually that hundred dollars that you spent could be two, three, four, possibly quadruple, whatever it is, more than the actual money you invested compared to you spending that money on something that can't, you know, they can't bring you more than what you originally had. Exactly, man. So like you said, it's it's just a matter of like how which what are you willing to do? Like like you were saying before, it's it's better to really like truly think about certain things. I feel like a lot of us as people we, we tend to go into things and not really thinking about it. We just think about how it's gonna make us feel in the moment, but we, we don't really think about where that moment really is gonna take us in life. So Yeah man, so hopefully if, if you guys don't get anything from this you guys get, you know, the understanding the difference between instant and delayed gratification. Instant meaning that you, you take care of it and you knock it out and you get it right now and you get that joy, that happiness, that excitement, that boost of dopamine, whatever it may be right now, or that delayed one where you kind of, you delay yourself from having that, that uh, gratification that you would have had now for later on. And then that later on being 10 times better than when you had the, uh, the initial one which was instant exactly but let's just hop into the next topic so i think this one is a really good one here you know uh to keep going through it versus trying to get over it and what i mean by that is you know a lot of times as people you know we'll go through stuff we'll go through problems and things but we'll keep talking about it we'll keep uh trying to uh talk about it hoping that things will get better by us talking about it by us complaining by us doing that versus actually looking at it and saying all right i've talked about it long enough how can i get better mm -hmm. at it so what are your thoughts on that yeah man um i feel like uh people need to realize in order sometimes we have to look at it like this also like sometimes what we're going through is meant for us to get over something but then also what you're trying to get over is trying to bring you through something as well something something positive something more better for your life so it's just a matter of like we have to really stop at the point of trying to talk about something because talk can get you so far talk can get make you feel good but talk can't make you physically feel good if that makes sense like it right. can make you mentally feel good it's like you have all these different things that you want for your life you have all these things that you're talking about but if you if you spend more time talking rather than trying to physically or do what it takes to actually get through and over something as well, then you're not really going to get anywhere in life. So I feel like um, sometimes it is necessarily to talk, talk to the sense to where you're trying to speak life rather than speak death over your life, talking about how I can do this. And the more you can talk about it, the more you can actually get to the point to where maybe I can get through it. Okay. But if, if most of your time is also just talking about it and dreaming, that's literally what it is going to be a dream that can't turn into reality because it's, it's more just a talk rather than I guess the walk, if that makes sense. It so, does. so basically what you're saying, like it's a process to it. Like if you're going to talk about the problem, mm -hmm. eventually first, what you have to do is transform the problem into, um, like good news, take it from bad news to good news. And yeah. Once you take it from bad news to good news, you can work towards 
making uh fixing that bad news in general so it's like a process of of turning it into good and then working on it yeah exactly okay. man. that's, a, that's yeah. a good step and good process to be for people to be able to take measurements to be able to get to the ultimate goal of you know what what they planned on doing mm. uh, so my take on on that is you know going through it versus uh you know getting over it and getting it fixed and resolved is that I think at times as people, we can talk about stuff so long, we can complain about it towards this person and that person, everyone that we meet. And it's the same thing. Sometimes it's added on stuff. Sometimes we take away stuff, but at the end of the day, it's still like complaining. It's still talking about the problem and how, how bad we've been done, how wrong we've been, how unfair it is and how all this it is. And we get stuck there and we we think that uh that because we're stuck there, that's like it's over. Like that that's what it is. That's the results that we have to live with. And sometimes we get people that we complain about it to and they actually have solutions. They give us like things to be able to to add on to it, to be able to help get over it, to be able to get uh better solutions from it. But sometimes we get so stuck on what's happened to us, what we're going through, what we're dealing with, that we can't hear what advice is being given. Mm-hmm. So we continue complaining, talking about it, doing all this, even though we've gotten actual advice to be able to change the situation and make it better. We're so stuck on it because we've done it so long that that's the only thing that we know how to do and that's the only thing that we're doing. Versus, you know, we should get to a point, I feel that we should get to a point where not only do we uh, get over it and get through it, but we can acknowledge it. We can acknowledge the fact that I've been complaining and I've been talking about it for far too long and nothing's changing. Definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. So we have to get to a point where we understand that nothing's changing through the things that I'm doing. So how can I, you know, do things better? Or how can I get out of my own head mm-hmm. and start to really see it? for what it is and not to be so close to it and invested into it to the point that it's causing me not to be able to get the help that I need. And then even we may have to have to go back to those people that gave us this advice and, you know, ask them for it again. Like at the time I wasn't really listening to what you had to say because I was so stuck into the problem. Can you kind of tell me what you said again so I can kind of get, get the help and stuff that I need. And then most, and sometimes the people that gave advice to us, we not even, able to go back to them because we'll never see them again. It could have mm-hmm. been just somebody we bumped into or somebody we was and talking just to season, just man. for a season. And now we can't get that information because we were so stuck on ourselves. So one thing to acknowledge is that sometimes the help that you need can bypass you if you're not uh, conscious of it, uh, that it's available and you'll never be able to get that particular advice again. Not saying that it's over and you won't be able to get the help that you need but that particular information and advice that was that was ready for you, you may not be able to get that because that person may not ever be seen or may be available again for you to get the help that you need that you need and you desire. Exactly, man. That's why we can't really neglect any type of help that we get in life, big, small. If we bump into someone, because like I said, a lot of times, like it, it really just takes faith, man. A lot of I feel like you don't need to understand to have faith, but when you can trust and have faith, the understanding will come. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times we won't understand why we go through things. But if you can truly trust and have faith in God, like this is 
you're in this moment. It's a season that will pass. But if you make the most of the season, if you make the most of the people in the season and trust in God for the season, then overall, you will understand why you have to go through it or why you did go through it. So um, just going back to it, man, um, when, uh, when you're talking about to keep uh, going through it or trying to get over it, it's just a matter of don't let talk be your answer out of certain things. Let it be like, like I said before, let it be like something that can kind of push you, but don't let it be your overall answer to try to get out of certain things. You know, like, like we always say, faith without works is dead. So it's good to talk about it, have faith in it. Now you walk in that thing. Now you walk in faith. How can I make this? How can I get over it? How can I make it through? So, um, you had some pretty good points, man. So basically make the complaining temporary. Yeah. Try to get, get over that to, uh, just become better. Yeah. But man, uh, and also, man, one more thing to add to it. Mm -hmm. And if you're an individual that don't want to get, if you don't want to get through something to get over it, acknowledge that as well. Like you just, you just want to complain about it. You want to talk about it. Like if you realize that you're that person and you're there, like acknowledge it and not, not try to make it something different than what it actually is. Like allow it to be the truth. Like you don't want to get over it. You don't want to get through it. You just want to complain. And if that's the case, be real with yourself and be real with other people about it. And that, and that's just, that's the case as well. And no one can get mad at you because you don't want to get over it through it. But one thing you have to acknowledge is the fact that if you're complaining about something to somebody, for the most part, us as people, we always try to find solutions. We always try to help. We always try to give advice based off that complaining. So I guess you have to kind of reword that as well. Like when you're talking to somebody, like let them know you're venting. Like, I don't want no help. I don't want none of this. Like, I just want to vent. I just want to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. Then people can be like, oh, okay. So now I won't put my input on it because I know what, where we stand and what you want out of it. So now they can hear that and be like, all right, I'm good. Uh, and, that's, and that's all you want to do. So acknowledge the fact that what you want to do before you, you know, decide to talk to somebody about it. Because like I said, people are, are trying to solve the problem, trying to give you advice, trying to help you to the best of their ability based off what you're telling them. Exactly. But man, let's uh, get into the third one. Love versus paid. Do you do what you do because you love it? Or do you do what you do because it pays the bills or it pays a certain amount of money or it pays more than other jobs? What is your feel about that, Derek? Um, so growing up, my, my dad always told me, like, whatever you love to do, you will be successful at it. And at the moment, it's just like, what does that mean? But overall, I'm starting to see that in life. Like the more like, like my personal take on success is, you know, happiness, love, you know, bringing glory to God, like all those things pertain to my form of success. I never really found success in money, money only because if you find your success in money, that success is really not going to take you on nowhere. The only success that money really brings is to help you with survival needs, not help you in a living need, if that makes sense. Like okay. it'll teach, it will help you to, you know, get food, water, pay bills. But in a living standpoint, it won't bring you happiness. It won't bring you love. It won't bring you all these certain things that we, we actually need in life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I feel like with everything, like always do what you love to do. And if you can't find what you love to do, like try to find those certain things, like it's better to do what you love to do. And rather than trying to find love through getting paid or trying to find love 
trying to find all these different aspects to get paid because money can get you so far in life. Like I always say, like money cannot get you far and it will teach you how to survive. It will, it will, it will make you successful on a survival standpoint, but it, like I said, it won't make you successful on a living standpoint. So we have to truly know, like not saying money is not important, but don't let money, don't put money on a pedestal to where it's like, I have to strive to get all this certain money. You know what I'm saying? Because like we, we see a lot, of, there's a lot of successful and rich people in depressing moods and all these other certain points, man. So like do what makes you happy in life. Like seek God in life, um, love, happiness, like all these different certain things that make you feel so alive in life, because those are the true things that will push you forward. And like, once you keep on doing what you love to do, you're going to be successful in it. And so, like, that's what I feel about it, man. Like, stop trying to strive for the pay, strive to find for the joy, if that makes sense. So It does, it does, man. My thing on, do you do it for the love or the pay? And that can go into several other things, like, yeah. not even just pay, but it could be, it could go into, like, relationships and stuff as well. It mm-hmm. could go into, like, friendships, like, with the relationship. Are you with this individual because you love them or are you with this individual for what they can do for you? Mm -hmm. Are you with this individual because you love them or what this individual makes you, uh, how this individual makes you look or feel or appear, you know, like, uh, you would like a prime example would be like, if a guy's with a woman because she looks good and she's like, she looks good on his arm, so in a sense, it makes him look better because she she's she's nice looking and that stuff. Are you with her because she's nice looking and she makes you look better, or are you with her because you genuinely love her? Uh, friendships, it would be like, are you around these certain individuals based off of them being true and genuine friends to you, or what they bring to the table, or what they can do, or um, or things like that. Is it real or is it something that's like fabricated and something that's, that's like disingenuous? And when it comes to like the job, are you doing the job that you love, the job that you want to do, the job that makes you happy, the job that you don't really stress over? Or are you at the job that pays more money than the other jobs? So it gives you a certain lifestyle that you want. And uh, in the process of having a lifestyle you want, you complain all the time about how much you don't like the job and the thing that you're doing, but the money's good. So you feel that that's the only way and the standard, and you have to make this certain amount of money to keep up with your lifestyle, you know? And I think at times we put way too much value into having a certain lifestyle. So we, so we put so much value on that. Now we feel that we have to make so much money to keep up with this lifestyle. But at the end of the day, the lifestyle and the standard is not out there and what everyone else is doing is based off of, you know, the life that you want. So like, if you have, uh, if you have certain standards and things that are based off of what you want, that's the only thing that matters. Like me and you were talking earlier and I was saying that we shouldn't have a standard based off of what someone else's standard is or what someone else is doing, whatever, how much money they're making, how much progression and things that they're making, but we should, based our standard off of us so we should create our own standard and we should go based off of the standard that we have and once an individual can uh, base things off of their own personal standard compared to having a standard for someone else 
that will ultimately help the individual to not make decisions based off money and make them uh, push them more towards uh, the love and, and what they can do. You know, obviously, sometimes what you love may not pay, pay the bills the way that you want to. And sometimes you may have to make sacrifices and you may have to like pick up a second job. You may have to do other things. But because you love this one thing so much, you're willing to be able to work around that and do whatever it takes to be able to do it. You know, like they say, the saying is anything worth having is worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. And that's to a sense of anything that you love is worth fighting for. It's like, all right, if you have a family and things are going wrong, are you just going to give up on your family because things are going wrong? They're not going the way that you, you plan or the way that you want them to go. Or are you going to, you know, get to an understanding, get to a place where you're like, this is my family. Like, I don't want to lose them. I want to fight for my family. I want to fight for my wife. I want to fight for my kids. I want to fight for this relationship. Whatever it is, you have to get to a point where, where that is the love. The love has to outweigh you know, whatever's happening. So you have to decide, you know, do you do what you do for love? And some people may not care about love. They may not doing that. So I don't, I don't want you guys to assume that you have to go find love and you have to do this. Some people are, you know, don't care anything about love and they just all about the money. You know, the thing mm -hmm. is, is you hear a lot of people say trying to secure the bag. Yeah. It's like some people, they so stuck on the bag. They don't care nothing about anything else. But in a sense, you also have to understand as well as if you are about the bag and that's the one thing that matters more than anything, don't be discouraged or upset when you don't have love mm -hmm. because you made you made the money more important than the love in the first place. So if that's what you did, live with those results. But if if you want to find what you love money will always come after love so it's like if you do what you love the money will come afterwards because you're loving it you're going to do your best the money is obviously going to get better mm -hmm. but if you do what you're paid for first and then you look for love that may be a little bit more difficult and it'll be a little bit unnatural compared to loving your way up to the money or having your way all the way up to the money and bringing yourself to love because you think about it if you go after the money first and then look for love that means that the love may give you less money. So now you go from all this money to less money and now you've acquired a certain lifestyle. Now you have to navigate around that, uh, change the lifestyle and do all that to make less. And within the first place, you should have been making less to make more and not make more to go down the list because yeah. that, that's when it becomes bad. So understand the difference between pay versus love and the way you should go about it and understanding who you are, what you represent, what you want is uh just very critical and important exactly man i feel like as people we try to seek thing we try to seek something that we already have it's like we we can already be happy we can already have love but it's just a matter of the more that we seek it we'll try to seek it in the wrong things like not not only necessarily talk about money but we'll try to find it in like you know you know weed or sex or like all these different things as brings a temporary satisfaction but like a, a overall like neglective type feeling you know what i'm yeah. saying so like some somebody can appear so poor in the world of guys but that can be the most successful person that you've ever known in your life but i feel like as people we put we put success on this worldly standpoint it's like if you got this money if you got this if you got that you're successful in life and overall that's not what success really is you know what i'm saying money is just merely an object it's not it's, it's not um it's not 
it doesn't really have any meaning behind it. If you can, you can make it in meaning, if that makes sense. It's like, of course, like it can help you in life. But if you put it on a meaning to where like, this is what success is, is like, that's not going to get you anywhere in life. So we have to really learn how to really be like humble in life. You know what I'm saying? Like I think about Matthew, when Jesus was talking about the Beatitudes, he was talking about the poor spirit shall inherit the kingdom of God. When people hear that, they're talking about, oh, you have to be poor. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. really he's talking about like a humble spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like a humble spirit show you, you can inherit this, you know, um, heaven, you know what I'm saying? To me, that's success as well, man. So it's just a matter of like, it's putting that in a perspective of like living life as well. Like we have to really learn like how to truly be humble in life, how to truly know that we have love, we have happiness, you know? Um, and knowing those things and knowing that, you know, for me personally as well, like knowing that God is love. So it's like, I already have that love knowing that through him, I have happiness and through all these different things. So the more we look onto him and the more we, we really not define success in a worldly way, but in a way that is true and has purpose to it. That's how we can really know that we don't have to look for a pay or we don't have to try to merely survive, but now we can like thrive in life. If that makes sense. So makes sense, man. Makes sense. Let's jump right into this next one. Yeah. Amateur versus professional. You might so need to sell on this one. <laughs> so what uh so what are your thoughts and opinions on amateur being an amateur versus a professional? Yeah. And the way you go about it, you know, just you, you wanna start opinion. on this one actually? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my personal opinion on amateur versus professional is that I think amateurs they go about it in a way that they think it should be done. And that's based off of like, we're talking about like other people's standards, what they see other people do. Uh, they get uh, overly excited about things. They uh, kind of do things based off of where they feel they should do it. So they, they can stick with it for a little bit. They can not do it for a little bit. They can kind of do it based off of uh, their feelings. So I feel that amateurs do things based off uh, off of their feelings. And they do things according to, you know, how other people are doing them and all that. And I feel that uh, once you get to the professional standpoint, I feel that the professionals, they actually have figured out what to do and how to do it and how to go about it. And now the professionals actually have a routine and they don't go based off of what they feel. They go based off of what needs to be done. They don't get overly excited uh, for new uh for, for different things that happen to come about in their life, they know that this is just another thing to do. And it's not minimizing it or maximizing it. They just know that it is what it is and it has to be done. And uh, they also uh, stick with what they're doing. They know what it means. They know what it's about. They know what it could potentially do. And they know that uh, sticking to it will ultimately take them to greater heights by them being consistent. So my thing is, like I said, the amateur is overly excited. The professional isn't. The professional knows what it is. The amateur kind of does it whenever they feel like it or based off what they feel other people are doing it as. And the professional knows what it takes to be able to get it done and they stick with it. And the amateur goes at it in a way that is not really going to give them the results and give them the life and everything that it takes to be able to get to the level they need to get to. The professional knows exactly what it is, knows that it's going to be some things that they don't like 
that they don't want to do that they're going to have to do to be able to get there the amateur kind of goes based off of if it's fun if it's not fun if they like it if they don't like it so that's just my uh my personal opinions on the amateur versus the professional and the ways that they go about it i like that man um i feel um i think there's i think there's two types of amateurs the type of amateur that um when you were saying based off of what they see off of people i think there's two type of amateurs in that sort of sense is like the amateur who has wants to use it as a resource and then the amateur that wants to use it as a mirror so like what i mean by that is like when you have a tool in life like it helps you to fix things helps you to build up things more better and more consistent to where like it can lead you to this certain product but if if you're an amateur and you're looking at things in like a mirror standpoint it's like you're trying to reflect everything that this person is doing what they're trying to do and trying to be exactly like them but and then at the same time you don't even know how they did those things or like what made them to do those certain things if that makes sense so i feel like more as like being an amateur and like i'm not trying to say this as a, a purpose standpoint because i think i was the one that tried to reflect a lot of people like I would base quotes off of like what other people would say instead of like my own, like use my own resources, own tools. Like you can use them as like a resource, but don't use them as a, a mirror to reflect everything they do to where it's like, you're not even your own person. So I feel like as an amateur standpoint, like the more that we, that you use like resources and tools to actually try to find ways to get better, to fix certain areas. Now you'll start to be more developed into this more professional standpoint to where like you actually know how to do it. And like you said, it's a routine now. And it's like, you know, you know what to do rather than just trying to feel like go through things in the feeling and then, you know, it's not necessarily good for you. So. So what about the professional aspect of it? The professional aspect? The two different amateurs. Of- yeah. So um, as a professional. It's I guess it's basically what you were saying, man, like a professional really doesn't base things off of feelings because like at the end of the day, like. I'm pretty sure they knew what that amateur standpoint was. It was like, okay, these feelings are going to lead me to here. So it's like, I feel like they have feelings, but they don't let their feelings be their overall decision and things, if that makes sense. Um, also, as a professional, um, I feel like they take things more serious because they see things in a another perspective. Um, not like how everybody else sees it. Like everybody else will see, oh, this is, this is like, um, they'll see in a more like a feeling aspect, like we said before, but, I think I, I think think like a professional they see things in different ways and like a like like a chart like they see this leads to this this leads to that but overall it has this center purpose to it so um, um I think professionals like um they have a, a purpose attached to everything that they do because if they if you can attach meaning to something then it will, I guess what you do will never be meaningless so if you attach a purpose to it as well um it will start to produce bigger things so as a professional like and even if even if you're not at this professional state in your life, you can have a professional mentality as well to, um, you know, go about things as well. So those are just a few thoughts I have, but I feel like having a professional mentality, um, it's just, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about, poor mentality versus, um, rich mentality as well. It's just about what's the mentality. Like I can be a professional in a worldly sense, but then at the same time, my, my mentality can be so, can be so poor so we have to also make sure like as a professional that's one thing as a professional they like to renew their minds daily like think about new things think about um how to how to connect things and build like i I sometimes think about um what was it we was at toastmasters and 
one of the people was talking about the stories and their coach he was talking about um these different things like he write it down and then the next day like he planned to do those things you yeah. remember that so it's just like they like to renew their minds to think about different ways to think as well and like professionals also don't neglect help as well like i feel like um people they think oh a professional they got it all but like professionals you gotta think they have to seek some type of help too to stay at that state that they want to be at to even grow even more so as a professional like you have to realize that growing never stops like growing may stop to the point to where okay i'm at this professional level but now it's like growing doesn't stop to where like there's always a new way to do things so those are a few takes i have on that so basically like the the amateur thinks they have all the answers they know everything yeah. and the the professional knows that they don't and they seek the help and that's why the professional keeps getting better and the amateur is stuck at where they are yeah so yeah that makes perfect sense man but uh let's jump right into the last topic man this is the the fun segment right here it's just just fa- it's called favorite so yeah uh Kind of tell the people some of your your favorite things to do, favorite things to watch, favorite places to go, favorite foods to eat, like whatever it is, man. It's just yeah. it's called favorites. So yeah. it's wide variety. It's pretty broad. So you yeah. can choose whatever you want within the favorite spectrum to talk about. Um, well, when I actually like don't do school work, don't do nothing, just sit and chill. Like I I love I just love going to nature spots, man. Like nature spots, like get get getting to see different viewpoints and different things. Just seeing how you know beautiful God is as a creator. Just seeing all these different things, man. Like I love nature. Like that's probably my favorite thing to do. Um, favorite food and restaurants to go to, man. Like I used to love going to Pie Five. You you know what I'm talking about the pizza oh, yeah. place, but they closed they closed it down, man. So I can't go there there no more, man. But that used to be my favorite spot. But now, um, I guess I really don't have a favorite restaurant because like I can eat anything, man. But if I have to prefer anywhere to go, it has to be so some. Basically, of, you Mikey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like whatever it is, I eat it exactly. But whatever it is, bro, I'll just eat it, bro. Like I'm a, <laughs> I just love eating, bro. Like. Like, especially pizza. I think pizza is my favorite food, bro. So, like, if you can hook me up with any type of pizza places, man, like, I'll be down to eat with everybody. <laughs> so, you were mentioning pizza, and you was like, Pie 5 was your favorite. Did you, do you remember Blaze? Blaze. So, I, it was similar to the Pie 5. Remember we went to after Toastmaster? Yeah. It, it was similar, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oven, it was the wood fire. Yes, so bro. It had, like, a different taste, a different quality. Yeah. And stuff. So, if if you remember it, if you can compare the two. I think and it, I think Blaze was more better only because like wood it had wood style and like it's just like the flavor to it like I think I'm not I'm not like putting down pot five but it's like Blaze was just that was just amazing and the fact that I had like a because I think it was at a time to where I was fasting too and so you wouldn't have was yeah. it like not having meat or something like that yeah it was like all veggies. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember that. So, like, I had to eat a plain cheese pizza, but it was just like that pizza. Even though it was just cheese, bro, I was like, dang, this kind of good. Next <laughs> like, level. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that was, like, on the next level, man. Like, that place was that place was fire, bro. Like, and also, like, I really don't honestly, like, truth be told, like, for those that know me personally, if you're listening to this, like, I haven't been playing video games like that recently, man. Like, that used to... Like, even I talk to you about it a lot, man. Oh, I used yeah. to love playing video games, but now it's just, like, I really don't do that no more. I, I like to, um, I like to really now just, um, I'll be in nature 24-7. Like, having times when you come over here, I'm just outside chilling, but, um, I also love spending time with family, too, man. Like, 
I think my family from Indiana and some of my family down here in Tennessee, um, they're coming tomorrow. Either we're going to their house or not. Just I just love spending quality time with people and just really just having a good time, man. So, so the people listening to this, they know you country. You yeah. Say, you know, Indiana, <laughs> yeah. Tennessee. You're like, right, man. He's country. He's country. I know where he lives he's, and what he is. But, exactly, you know? bro. <laughs> but, but, man, I, I get it, though, man, when it comes to your favorites and stuff, man. Like, one of my favorites is food. You know, obviously having a culinary background, oh, going to yeah. school and doing that. Cook. And, uh, man, I, I just love food. And it's just like I love creating different things. But it gets to a point where I cook so often sometimes I want to try, like, other people's stuff. So I love uh, breaking down, like, categories as far as restaurants. So mm-hmm. I have favorite foods, but it's, like, it's hard to really say. But now I just say favorite places to go to and favorite things to make, like, far as categories. Like, I love hot chicken. Uh, yeah. Nashville's hot chicken. not like the buffalo stuff. But I love that. I love pizza. And it's, like, particular places now. I go for, like, the places that the quality is, like, a bit uh, a bit better mm-hmm. so the price is a, a bit more but a lot of people kind of see it they kind of look at food from a price point i look at food from a quality and a taste uh, point yeah. like it may cost a bit more but it, it means that it tastes better that the quality is better so before going to school and really understanding quality i used to just go based off price and once i got through with school i realized like what quality was and even though the quality cost me a bit more but it was like it was a lot better and worth it so it's like I was eating stuff like McDonald's and Burger King and Taco Bell and all these other places that were cheap. And it's like, all right, they taste they taste good to me now because this is what I know and it's cheap. So it's like the best of both worlds. But once I got through uh, got through school and trying the different courses and understanding what quality and stuff is, I kind of look back at those places and like they were cheap, but they didn't taste good because now I had a standard of what was better. And so now I go and I'll try places like I'll try any place once. And if I like it. I'll, uh, you know, I continue to go back. And if I don't, it's like, I don't look at it as man, I wasted my money. I did that. I look at it as I tried it and I wouldn't have known if I liked it or not. And if I didn't like it, I just won't go back. Right. So food is like real big for like far as favorite things to do. And like, uh, a part of that would be like bakeries and coffee shops. Like I love trying like different coffee shops out and I have like my favorites and all that. And I love going to different ones that I haven't tried. And now I've gotten to a point now where I can kind of look up a coffee shop and based off what the pictures are will like let me determine if I should go or not. Like I can look at a place that that does like standard coffee that's like, you know, community coffee, Folgers or something like that. And I'm not really into that because I can like make that stuff at home. I want to go to places that have a different type of milk, have a different type of coffee bean and kind of do their own roasting or something like that, because ultimately when I'm going out, I want that. And it only makes sense to do that. And if I see a place that looks like they kind of use the regular neighborhood coffee, I'm like, nah, I can look at that and tell what that is. And I can look at one that looks like it has like rich milk and uh, rich beans and that type of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can check that out. And like I said, it might cost a little bit more, but it's it's a matter of the quality and you being able to enjoy it based off of uh off of that compared to like price point or uh, cheapness or whatever. Yeah. And another thing, man, is like, nature like now that the parks and stuff are open you know we start going back to the parks and to the lakes and just like walking being in nature and enjoying that so that's you know we have some things in common when it comes to that and you know obviously like family is always like a big thing yeah but it's just like i don't know man for me i just enjoy good company whether it's family whether it's friends whatever it is i just enjoy good company like i'm not gonna lie i'm to the point now where 
I just want to be around uh, good people and have good company. I don't just want to be around, oh, they're my family. I want to be around them. Like, I can say, like, I got some family members that it's kind of boring being around. Like, they want to talk about the same stuff. They want to do that. So I'm not really interested in being around them. Like, like oh, that's your family. You should do that. Like, yeah, but it's it's not really fun. It's always boring. It's, it's never, it, it's almost like, I don't know how to really explain it, but it's like, I don't want to be around that. Like, even when you relate to like friends, like I don't want to be around friends that kind of do the same thing, talk about the same stuff and they're not willing to like grow. So for me, it's all about growth and stuff. So I want to have like progressive conversations. I want to be able to grow, talk about new things, talk about us changing, evolving as people and uh, having different standards and mindsets. Like to me, that stuff is interesting and anything that like, if we're talking today and in 10 years from now, we're still talking about the same stuff that we talked about 10 years previous. Like, for me, I'm getting to a point where I'm looking at that stuff and I'm like, I don't really want to be around that. So I just want to be around good people, have great conversations, you know, whatever the conversation may be, as long as the conversation is progressing and evolving, like I want to be around that. So to me, it's more about that. And uh, obviously like television and TV shows, like I love uh, watching television and TV shows when it comes to like different people, like mainly with my wife, because that's our thing, like we watch TV together so we can binge watch a lot of TV shows. And now I'm getting away from like watching TV on my own, but like waiting till she's off and we can kind of watch it and enjoy it together. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes that kind of sucks because it's like, dang, I want to know what happens, but now I got to oh, wait. For sure, for sure. And sometimes it's like a week because you may have off day, maybe within a week. So, right. but it's just like really enjoying that because now we can look at it and now we're looking at it two different ways. And at the end of it, we're kind of talking about it. And, you know, she's seen it one way. I've seen another one. We talk about it. I'm like, oh, I can see how you seen it that way. I didn't see it that way right. or, or whatever. But now we're like looking at it from two different perspectives and giving, getting an understanding at the end of it. And uh, so, yeah, man. So nature, TV shows, being around good people, food, obviously is like the biggest thing. Like you say, video games. I, I don't really, I don't think I played a video game yeah. in like years, but like I do the ones on my phone. Like I may play like the little, little phone video games and you may spend a couple minutes here and there playing those, but yeah. that's about it. So man, what, uh, that's, uh, the favorite segment. So if you guys would love to leave a review on the podcast, far as, uh, your favorite topic or segment or ones that you would like us to bring back or what you like about the podcast, what would you like to hear about? What would you like us to talk about? I leave you just your comments and reviews, whether it's negative feedback, whether it's uh, positive feedback or whether it's constructive feedback, just give us the feedback. Like we haven't really got many reviews as of lately uh, since we started the podcast, but we would love for you guys to leave your review and a place where you can leave a review is Apple Podcasts. For right now, that is the main place where you can like rate it, uh, whether it's one to five stars and you can leave a review where we're able to view it. Or when we put some of the snippets and stuff out there uh, on the posts and stuff on the on the social media platform as far as building empowering on uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. As of lately, uh, now we have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, gosh, SoundCloud. Yeah, uh, we on everything now, bro. TikTok. uh <laughs> Yeah, so we're on everything now. Right. So wherever you can leave a review out of those, please leave a review and just keep it as honest as possible. Like, you know, we don't want you to, uh, you know, 
to kind of give us the big head thinking we're doing everything perfect but just give us your honest opinion and feedback on uh what you think about the podcast and what you think we can do to improve because obviously like we're in a mindset of professionals and we don't think that we have the best podcast and we do this like obviously we're trying to strive to get to a point where we can say with confidence like this is the best podcast like no one's out there is beating us but we do know that we're not quite there yet we're working towards that and the only way we can get there is with you guys' help with your feedback with your rating with your reviews like please 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 send it to us and we're averaging we're averaging just a couple couple people that's listening uh each week so with the uh, faithful listeners we do really appreciate you Definitely. for listening please just be a, a little bit more involved and just letting us know what you like about it what makes you listen to it uh what you would like for us to improve on it so that you know we can get more listeners to it Definitely. but uh that's about it all i have to say is any uh any news anything you want to leave the people with or um no i really truthfully don't have anything i think you covered it okay okay well uh you know like like we say thanks again for listening to the podcast thank you for the ones that are listening and also thank you to the ones that will listen in the future yeah so um uh, that's about all we got for the day and we'll see you guys next week have a good one